This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three up. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! The green flag is waving. We welcome you back to Ring Nation. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Okay, we're dealing with an echo in here. We've got a monitor or something on. We've got an echo... Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, I don't want to hear myself once, let alone hear myself twice. Easy. I didn't say it. Over there, rolling your eyes there, redhead. Settle down. Aaron Everham <laughs> alongside, busting my busting my stones before we even get started. Yeah, you know. So, exactly, exactly. How are you? I'm good. 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 How's good. California? California was, well, awesome. Now we've got, we've got all kinds of stuff. Gregor, we got all kinds of stuff happening here. Bonus. Bonus coverage. That's all right. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. Bonus coverage. Um, Auto Club was fine. It was good. California was cold. We had snow. Yeah, well, that was wild. Yeah, we had snow. It was um, the 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 upside. I need to I need to post this. I'm going to post this on my social media. They do the five wide salute with the yeah. cup cars. That was awesome. Um, it was good. Kyle Busch picked up the win. It was just it was. But boy, we did the um, Dan Hubbard, one of our one of our turn announcers. He's from out there, uh, so he does a lot of our West Coast races. Uh, he called it, uh, enjoyed doing the, fi- the Fontana 700 on Sunday. Yeah. And so, uh, but it was good. It was, it was all right. It's a little um, sad. A little sad. Last yeah. Semester. You know, it's, it's a weird spot. And I know we're talking sprint car racing here, but it's a weird spot because, and, and Todd Gordon is my co-host on, on Crew Call, um, which is part of the, the MRN platform of podcasts, which you, you need to check out all of our podcasts, by the way, not just Wing Nation. Um, but um, Todd was talking about it. The track needs repaving. Yeah. Uh, the windshields that I yeah. was seeing. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, the, tr- the cars were destroyed. Yeah. The cars were destroyed when yeah. they got done. The cameras, everything. Yes. So the track needs, the track needs um, repaving. Yeah. Um, but so the problem is, is when you repave, then that means you got to tolerate some substandard racing for, for a while. a few years, yeah. And so they're just going to dig it up and start over again. Yeah. 
I guess. Make it they're, smaller. They're, and, well, exactly. Smaller. Yeah. So it'll be, it, we'll see what happens with it. But uh, it was good. Great weekend out there. I was bummed. Uh, Dave Allen is the Trek president out there. He is one of his best friends in the world is Brent Kading. I was hoping to catch up with Brent there. But I think Brent was probably wiser than the rest of us hanging out at the racetrack in 45 degree weather. He was probably in Palm Springs where he likes to hang out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it was good. Um, great, great trip out there. Flew home, uh, had some snafus on the flight home, and ended up in the great state of Pennsylvania where I got a Philly cheesesteak. Um, <laughs> this is some the, posse. Yeah, had to do the uh, the direct LA to Philly, Philly to Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nearly direct, but it is what it detour. is. It's all part of the part of the part of the gig. It's all part of the book. Part right? of the traveling circus. Part of the traveling circus. That is right. So um, it is good, but um, was really really good. We got some racing in the Pennsylvania posse. Yep. Got a chance to um, to dust the coolers off and uh, to go racing. And let's talk about it, our Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics, the fabulous Lincoln Speedway. Um, as we got closer and closer to this one, I it was a gamble. They announced yeah. this race five days before the race. We talked about this a little bit last yeah. week on the show. And But then as you're looking at the weather forecast, you're like, this is looking good. Mm-hmm. And then you know it's a one-day show. And, you know, Fred Putney works the racetrack. He generally can get that track in really good shape. Yeah. And they apparently just knocked it out of the ball. Yeah. I saw some crowd pictures. The crowd. Well, yeah, we had friends that were there that we actually came down for a wedding on Saturday. And they said the place was packed. Like, you, there was good standing room only. Yeah. Good for them. I mean, good for Lincoln. Yeah. And um, there was, like, you know, we, we talked about it when we recorded the, the TV show yesterday. You know, there was some negative feedback from some of the drivers and some fans about them just throwing this race out there. Yeah, no doubt. But I think it worked out well. I think so, too. I mean, and, and you know, the negative is just you know, people that work, having yeah, a schedule and hard. everything like that. that. That's fair. It really is. But I think that they, they saw an opportunity, they seized the opportunity, and they apparently did well on it. Yeah. And like we said, this day and age, you don't need to schedule six oh, months no, ahead. No, you Word no. gets around pretty no, quick. No, you don't have to wait two weeks for, you don't have to wait for the area auto to come out to find yeah, out what's going on exactly. in racing. I mean, and um, so uh, I agree. And I think in agreement with us, and we're going to find out a little bit later on, Freddie Raymer might agree with us yeah. that it worked out well. Also, yeah, he won the season opener. Freddie's going to be one of our guests here today. And look forward to chatting with Freddie. Dustin Peck, Danny Dietrich. That was that was um, that was a, a Freddie kind of got out in front. That was a fascinating race. Yeah, because he got into lap traffic, and usually that's the time when things happen. And both Justin and Danny said Freddie was just better in lap traffic. Yeah. And for Danny to say anything nice about Freddie, of course, um, was 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 uh, off 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 um, off character a little bit. Yeah, but um, but Freddie just when Freddie got into lap traffic. He just found another gear. Yeah. Which usually it's the opposite. It's the guy in second and third to find the other gear. Yeah, yeah. And it was neat that the track was so good oh for so gosh. early in the year. The track so was so yeah. wide. Yeah. Yeah. He usually found another gear. Because, he found another lane. gear because he didn't have to put around the bottom or exactly. the top or one or the other. He found another gear because there was options there. Yeah. Um, so Sunday, uh, they got rained out on uh, or weathered out or rained out or whatever it was on Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, Justin Peck came back, picked up the win. Brett Marks, Devin Borden. So Freddie had a good week. Justin Peck, second and first. Yeah. I'd say that was a good week. Um, how about Devin Borden in the Shuttlesworth yeah. car, the Chris Shuttlesworth car? Um, he had third and fourth place finishes, and Danny Dietrich had third and fourth place yeah. finishes as well. So some drivers had a really good weekends up there, got their, got their Pennsylvania season kicked off well. For sure. And we all got it kicked off well also. Got a little, man, I was pumped. I, I sat there. And, and the other thing with Lincoln is, 
is I think they ran off Thursday night's show because everyone's like, well, it's going to be 80 degrees during the day, but what's it going to be like at night? Yeah. They didn't hang around long enough to yeah. find out. Um, they were in there at 730, and I think they were done at, I think it was like an hour and 20-minute show. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were done. I mean, they they That's didn't efficient. mess around. Yeah. That's efficient, which they're quite capable of doing. And uh, I actually saw an interview with Scott Gobrecht um, up there. Um, there's been a lot going on at Lincoln. Uh, they've been they have been in the headlines. The whole flow racing deal, the limited flow yeah. schedule. Um, one of the things I saw an interview on the local TV that Scott talked about is, and and you get into you get into this debate of. Uh, does streaming hurt the attendance? Yeah. Does the attendance hurt it? And and Justin Fiedler, who does uh, Dirt Tracker, he had a really good discussion on this on Friday because does does flow racing hurt the attendance? Does it not hurt the attendance? Does it hurt you on a rainy night? Probably so. But Justin was like, Justin's points were also, um, remember, we've had a worldwide pandemic. The economy is not what it was. There's a lot of things that can impact attendance. Yeah. But one of the things, and I read an article um, in Area Auto Racing News uh, with Jerry Parrish, and Scott Gobrek echoed this in the TV interview, one of the things that Lincoln is really working on this year is an efficient schedule, yeah. efficient night at the racetrack. Which helps anyone that's got young kids. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm going to be fascinated to see, and I can promise you there's a lot of people saying, oh, our pay-per-view agreement is great, oh, this, that, and the other thing. Every promoter and track operator in the country is going to be watching Lincoln. Yeah. To see what happens. Well, and, and when you have that debate about pay-per-view, I think it's a track-to-track. -track. No you doubt. Know, every situation's that. different. Every situation's different. You know, Pennsylvania has a lot of people that are supporters that are close by. Right. But you think about what pay-per-view has done overall, I think it's given our sport incredible No exposure. doubt. There, there's so, no I denying think it's, uh, it's been situationally, great. But I think there's yeah. situationally where it can help you and where it can hurt yes, you. Yes, exactly. On your, on your, on your so-called regular shows, to me, yeah. that's the one. They're the, they're the ones. The big shows, everyone's going to the big shows. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's your regular shows mm -hmm. to me. But I think as, as, uh, as, as uh, across the review, and you talk to some of these track operators away from cameras and stuff, yeah. and they're like, I'm not sure where this is going. There's still uncertainty. Yeah. There's some that are very pro it, uh, and that's great. Um, I can promise you everyone is watching Lincoln yeah. to see what they do. Um, if we're sitting here in the fall of this year and they're plugged up to the gills with people every Saturday night like they were this past week, then okay, well, maybe we do maybe need to rethink to be this. Said, but it also depends on the demographics I'm, of around yeah. your racetrack. No doubt. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, But the thing of it is, is that pay-per-view – has been really jumped off in 2020. It was a blessing when we were in God. COVID. It was yeah. a huge blessing when we were in COVID. And sprint car racing has grown since. So what is the correlation? Is there a correlation? I don't know, but it's been good. And uh, we'll keep doing it. But the fabulous Lincoln Speedway is up and running. Speaking of up and running, our buddy Terry McCarl. <laughs> Pete Walton held two races this weekend. It was a quiet weekend for Pete. He only got two races only in. Two. Southern Raceway. T-Max swept the weekend. Terry McCarl over Mark Smith and Danny Smith. Terry McCarl over Davey Franick and Mark Smith on Saturday. And there you have it, our Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics. Hefner Racing Product knows sprint car racing, therefore they know what works best for your team. This is talking about trailer and shop accessories. Aaron, no other accessories can match the quality and performance and design of HRP accessories. It's true, and they're always adding like new cordless tool charging stations. Their sleek and design hold two cordless drills, impacts, or flashlight and battery chargers. They keep clutter from your workbench, and the roster includes something for every racer, team, trailer, and shop. 
So don't settle for anything less than Sprint Car Racing's number one accessories manufacturer. www.hrpracing. When I get done here, I'm going to call up Jeff because I need to declutter my house. <laughs> and so I'm going to see what HRP has to declutter my house. Hmm. An interesting look. Wing racks yeah. or shock racks for the wall that I can for put something on. For all the shocks on. and wings. Well, you know me. I got shocks and springs all over. No, I might find something else. What do I have there? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Something to put on there. But no, hrpracing.com. Love those people. We need to start. Um, also, we mentioned Freddie Raymer is going to drive us. Anthony Tate, the general manager down at Volusia Speedway Park, is going to join us. They got some big doings coming up there this weekend. Go. So we're going to talk to Anthony, and we'll talk to Freddie Raymer next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Schatz and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one -on -one interviews with the top drivers. from a trip Thursday night to Victory Lane up at the fabulous Lincoln Speedway where he's won like the last 73 track championships or something like that. Um, not quite that much, but he has had a good run going there for sure. Freddie Raymer joins us. Hello, Freddie. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me on. You got it. Craig, we've got our echo back. So uh, if you want to pop your head in here and uh, hear it, when Freddie is talking, we hear him a couple of times. So, uh, Freddie, let's, um, let's, let's talk about it. It's just got to feel good about getting back behind the wheel of a race car, the car going well, you performing well. It's just got to be great to kick it off for your second year in a row with an icebreaker win. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was really cool what Lincoln did, putting that race on. Uh, they five six days ahead of time. They saw the forecast was going to be, and we got to race at night in Pennsylvania here in February, which is really cool. And uh, got we were through well, and that really helped. But felt really comfortable, and uh, was great to be back and have a smooth night the first first time out last on Thursday night. Freddie, um, icebreaker, you won it last year. You just said it. How how important is it to start off the year well? You know, you mentioned in your interview last year that, or last year, the other night after you won, that you had just an okay season. But, man, starting off with a win has got to just start the, the momentum, the ball rolling for you. What is that like? What does it do for your year? Uh, it, it's, it's nice to get the first one out of the way because it's, it's hard to – it takes a little bit of pressure off in your head, back of your head, but uh, just this year we're gonna try and fine tune everything from last year. We worked hard all winter to get more organized as a team on on Rich's car and, and our on our own, and uh, just try to go in each week as most prepared as we can and open minded. And a lot of different stuff happening this year between the new tires coming here in the next week and uh, the Outlaws coming in March here, early March. So just got to keep going with the punches week by week here but it definitely gives you a you know it was the most fun i had in a while when when you have an, a race like that or whatever and uh just gives you some more confidence that you know you can do it like you know in the back of your head 
Freddie, uh, Aaron and I talked about this before uh, you came on while we were in the opening segment. The race, and I don't know, maybe you got to see it, the, the replay back on flow. Maybe you didn't. It was really strange to me because most races I watch, the leader gets to lap traffic and you're a sitting duck. Um, you got to lap traffic, and poor old Justin Peck and Danny Dietrich, they couldn't do anything with the lap traffic, let alone you. What, it just The car was that good. The racetrack obviously was wide. That was a good thing. But, boy, it seemed, or were you more aggressive? How did you approach that? Because you were dynamite through that, through that traffic. Yeah, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of luck or whatever. But our, our car was really good at moving around. Um, even from the, I was surprised from the start of the race, I was better than I thought uh, than I would have been early, that early on, but just made good decisions. A couple of mistakes, but it didn't it allow them to get closer, but not too crazy, and uh, just went where they weren't, really. I really wasn't uh, just try not to slow down my pace at all because one or two corners of getting jammed up or getting your pace down, it was going to be like a hornet's nest. They would have been on me, so... Uh, Running like I was scared, like you have to, you know, yeah. <laughs> that, that's all. Talk about the, the track conditions. They were drastically different Thursday to Sunday, but both races, there was plenty of room to pass. Not typical for what you see in the icebreaker. I feel like in past years, the track has had so much moisture from all the snow, which you didn't really get this year. Uh, it just seemed like they were both very racy tracks. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes you go there the opening weekend or first couple, three, four weeks or whatever, and it's wet and can be rough and, and not much fun. Uh, no, track was good for the conditions and the weather and everything. They did a real good job. And then on Sunday was obviously a day show, so a lot slower pace. And uh, and then they prepared the track before the feature. They watered upper part of the track, so that's where you had to be for the most part. And uh, it was real good. I mean, uh, guys passed. We weren't that good on Sunday in the feature. We were early on in the night or the day or whatever. But uh, no, it was great and. Uh, it's this first month and a half or so is usually adverse conditions. So just got to take it in stride and make the best of each situation that we can. Freddie, you referenced it in your first answer. Uh, the decision Lincoln Speedway went with to go with that Thursday night show. Um, and, and you're, you're the reigning champ and you won the show. So you're obviously very, very positive about it. Positive the result. When they made the announcement, was it a big thrash? Was it a scramble? Were you guys close? And just what was the impact of that from your perspective when they five days before said, guess what, boys and girls, we're not going Saturday, we're going Thursday. What was the impact on you and your team? Yeah, uh, so like we, we were heading up to the race shop that Saturday, me and my dad up to Rich's place to to go through things. Um, we, You know, we worked all winter and stuff on things, but you're never totally done. But on the way up, I, we were talking and I said, man, the weather looks good on Thursday. And then we did our thing, and we're pretty much ready when we left the shop that afternoon. And then a couple hours later, they announced it. So that was, it was fun, ironic or whatever, but it didn't really affect anything because uh, we were in pretty good shape. But you can never be too prepared because, you know, not many areas or tracks would do that. So we are fortunate for that or whatever, but it was, it was pretty neat deal. Uh, I mean, so I'm glad they did it because – you look at the forecast the next week or two, it's 50 is pretty much the high as of right now. So really got lucky with that weather. 
Sure did. Freddie, you mentioned being prepared. Uh, going into your second season with, with Rich and the team, how different is it after having a year under your belt, having that time to just get comfortable with the situation? How different is starting year two? Uh, yeah, I think I really believe we're in better shape uh, than we were. We worked on some things that we didn't were a little behind for. Last year, I don't think we were totally ready to race. We were ready, but not the way we needed to be, and I, we worked on a lot of those things. And as a team, they know what we're up against together, and they're all really good guys and everybody that 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 help out and, and work on it and stuff. And uh, I think we're in a lot better shape. Just uh, just try to stay there and, and see what we can do from that. But uh, it's it's just easier once you get through the first one. And I I got to do a better job for them. And I think the things we've changed and are in place or whatever. I can definitely do that, but as a team together, we can. Is there a is there a specific area you've targeted that said we were a little off the mark in 2022, or is it just that overall? As you talk about that overall, every little detail, adding them together. Uh, a little bit of both. Some of it was just down to being organized as a team, like as far as working, you know, at the racetrack or certain things we might need, or. Uh, just some on that side and some of us getting our cars better a little bit on little fine details and trying to get our motors running best we can for all the time trial races and stuff we do around here so it was a little bit of both Freddie, is there uh what's what does the schedule look like is it any different than last year you're throwing in some of those big races that there we now have in our spring car world those tuesday night races are the million dollar eldora race yeah so similar to last year uh um, I think we're running like three or four high limit series around here. Maybe we'd like to do the one at Lernerville at some point there at the end of the year around, uh, and then see from there, maybe like go to travel. It all depends on how things are going, but mm-hmm. some of those races are, are already, you know, we plan on being at. Neat stuff. That's for sure. Finally, before we get you out of here, does Aaron have you running yet? <laughs> she does. Uh, Definitely, definitely helps. I mean, you you guys know, uh, you know, like Thursday night, no matter how much you work out and run and stuff, you usually you use muscles that you you don't in a race car. So, but felt really good, and I really, uh, it really does help, and it's fun, and it takes your mind off some things when you're doing it. So, that's pretty cool. We get to do that together, and uh, just try to keep staying in good shape. We were there last night to gym for a little bit together. Wait a minute, can you keep up with her? Uh, I can, but not for a long distance. <laughs> I know my limits, so I keep it to a couple miles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's a beast. Uh, his is uh, Aaron Moody is uh, is is your girlfriend, and she's she's like she's training for Boston. As a matter of fact, again, had a little. She had a little scare though. On it was a Saturday. She had a little scare with getting run off the road by a car. Yeah, last weekend or Friday or something. Um, she does her long runs once a week, and I think. Somebody got really close to her, so yeah. that was not good. But uh, we are fortunate, though. There's a lot of trails around here that you can run on, so just try to keep her to stay on them, stay off the road. Are you That's are you do, are you doing any races, or are you just running for the health and fitness of it, or does she have you in any races at all? Uh, this winter, we did. I did five or three five Ks so far. Maybe by the end of the year or in the future, I would like to do a half marathon, but just those five Ks so far. 
Uh, I got a, I beat Freddie Raymer. I did a half marathon before Freddie Raymer did one. I got that. I did. I did. I did a half in November, and um, it's it is a spectacular experience. Uh, you are going to love doing it. Um, but it's 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 unlike anything. And and Aaron, my Aaron here, she's a runner also. So yeah. um, kind of. Well, yeah. No, I never <laughs> thought it is, it is crazy how, how much adrenaline and like runner uh, high she calls it stuff after you get and you know it's it's just you and and your mm-hmm. your how much you challenge yourself and obviously the terrain or whatever you're running on but it's cool to, to push yourself uh that way so definitely gonna definitely gonna keep after it when i crossed the line of that half i never felt worse physically in my life because i just abused <laughs> myself to the nth degree and i never felt better mentally and spiritually and and uh, emotionally as i did in my life it was fascinating it was I, I, you know, I, I just, I love it. I can't wait. I, I'm glad she's got you running some races. I love following her journey. She's and yeah. she's been great with me. Aaron, Aaron has been like she's been one of my cheerleading squad. So it's been great. Freddie, we uh, congratulate you on the success, and we always appreciate the conversation. Thanks for joining us. Sounds good, guys. Talk, talk to you later on. Uh, have a nice rest of the day. You Thank got you. it. Freddie Raymer joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Yeah, well, if he needs any tips on a half, I guess, you know, I guess uh, Freddie can call me up and get tips on how to do that half marathon. Uh, I think he's got a good, pretty good trainer. Uh, he's got a <laughs> lot better trainer than I would ever be, that's for sure. I mean, I was hacking, wheezing, and nearly crawling when I got to oh. the end of that. It was it was not pretty at all, um, but it was fantastic. I love, uh, I was like, I'm at, um, I'm at BAPS, I think it was, like a year and a half or two years ago, and... I'm there, and I've known Erin Moody. She was Miss Motorsport, yep. so I've known her forever. Uh, she actually did a lot of stuff with our indoor racing group and everything. So I'm always hanging out with Erin. And I walk down to Freddie's trailer, and she's hanging around there. And I'm like, eh, it's no big deal. And then I walk back, and she's hanging around there. And I'm like, yeah, she usually bebops around. She knows everybody here. And then we're standing there talking, and she said, are you aware that Freddie and I are dating? And I was just like, no, I was not. And I think the world of little Freddie, and I think the world of Aaron, and I just, I, I literally, when she told me that, my heart just kind of blew up, because yeah. I was, I, I, they're both such wonderful people, mm-hmm. and uh, it's cool, it's great stuff, that's for sure. Speaking of great stuff, Bike Week in Daytona Beach, Florida is coming up, so are the world of outlaws. I cannot wait to see how this goes. Anthony Tate, general manager of Volusia Speedway Park, joins us next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway 
featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Last fall when we ended the year, we always end with Brian Carter, the yep. CEO of the World Racing Group. And I don't remember if he did it on air or afterward, but he told us about the idea of pairing the World of Outlaws up with big events. Yeah. Okay. And the first one that he had told us, again, I don't remember if it was on air or off air, he said he was going to try, they were going to try to do something at Volusia with Bike Week. Yep. And I sat there and thought, hmm. And then I thought, hmm. And as a person, it's always like, how can we get new people involved in this sport? I went from hmm to about 90 mile an hour in favor yeah. of this. I yeah. think this is great. It's this weekend. It's Sunday and Monday night. Coming up at Volusia Speedway Park, all part of Bike Week. And joining us from Volusia Speedway Park is the general manager, Anthony Tate. Hello, Anthony. Welcome into Wing Nation. Steve, Aaron, thanks so much. It's great to be with you today. Anthony, what's the, what's the, what's the sense? I know you're a few days out on this thing, but what's the sense? What's the feel? What's the vibe as you guys get ready to try something a little bit different here with our sprint car world? It is awesome. We are coming off of a, a huge uh, 52nd annual Dirt Car Nationals um, this past February, and the buzz is still around the entire county. Uh, and it being the 82nd, I believe, Daytona Bike Week, we, we couldn't be happier. Um, when Brian and I got together and, and our sprint car team uh, with Carlton, and, and we kind of looked at the schedule a little bit, we said, why not? We did it a couple of years ago, and I believe he did tell you on air uh, on Wing Nation in the fall that we were going to maybe do bikes and sprint cars together. So we're, we're really excited. We got a great sponsor in Low E Insulation for the Spring Showdown, March 5th and 6th, and uh, it's the kickoff to the 2023 season. It all starts here in Florida. Anthony, as a general manager, when you start an, an inaugural event, something different, and you have a different audience, you, you've got Bike Week happening just down the road, how do you market that to, to that audience? Do you specifically go towards the, the Bike Week, to the hotels? Is there something you do to bring those fans out to the track? That's a great question, Aaron. I don't think we really do anything too different. Um, our overall goal is to bring fans to the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you guys talked a little bit about it earlier with at Lincoln, um, and, and the pay-per-view part, our goal is to be a destination location, a, a bucket list track here in the state of Florida in, in Volusia County. Um, and, and so our, our goal to attract new fans is, is nothing that we have to reinvent. Mm-hmm. Um, we have great partners. We have great uh, community leaders that, that know and talk about us and they do a lot of the supporting for us. You know, when, when an event like this comes into town with bike week, um, it just adds to the event. And really for us, it's, it's about, uh, putting on a great show an efficient show. And, uh, we got to make sure that our food's good and our beer is really cold for this group. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you what, good food, cold beer, and an efficient show, and we've got new fans, that's for sure. We're talking to Anthony Tate, who's the general manager of Volusia Speedway Park. Uh, you also have a trio of Wallaces coming out there, okay? You've got Rusty, one of our colleagues at MRN. He's one of our analysts. We've got everybody's favorite, Herm, Kenny Wallace, and Steven, Steven Rusty's boy. They build they build custom Harley-Davidson shoppers. Um, it's got to be cool to have the Wallace family. I think on Monday night they're going to be grand marshals for you. 
On Monday, the, the Wallace family and the brothers will be out here with the Southern um, Country Custom Motorcycles. Uh, it's going to be really cool. And for those who are traveling down to Daytona right now, um, bike parking is free. All of our parking is free. So we have a dedicated parking lot for bikers. And it's just going to be so much fun. I mean, the buzz is, is still around um, the entire county coming off of the Daytona 500. And just to continue that, it's, it's just so much fun being here at, in, the, in the state of Florida, Volusia County, Volusia Speedway Park. Um, and I'm excited to, to see Rusty. It's been a little while since I, I've seen Rusty and, and Kenny, but, uh, you know, we're, we're not only going to have this great event for Bike Week, but we're also going to finish off our Dirt Car Nationals uh, feature winner. Right. And when you talk about competition, you know, yes, the, the Wallace brothers were always competitive, but you look at our sprint car, our NOS Energy sprint car drivers, they are so, they're one of the most competitive bunches out there. And they're all going to be competing on Sunday for one of our big gators. So that's a, an extra ad for the weekend to, uh, to keep an eye on. Anthony, that was actually going to be my next question was, I know that the weather kind of got you during the Dirt Car Nationals, but how... How nice is that that that's now an addition to this weekend's event, and it brings back those fans that are looking to see who's going to get the big gator. It, it's it's tremendous. Um, I, whenever it rains down here, I feel so much for our fans, but it's just one of the natures that we live in, in the state of Florida, and you never know when it's going to rain. Mm-hmm. Um, having having the big gator championships finish off, we have a, a tight battle right now with David Gravel, Logan Shuhart, and Carson Macedo, and and David came, I mean, he's one of the now, I believe, six or seven drivers to win two features in one day uh, in the Sprint Car Series. Mm-hmm. And it's just so much fun. It, it's going to be great for our fans. It's going to be great for our staff uh, who works all year long on these events. And uh, there's nothing like giving out a big Gator trophy. I, I got to, when you guys come down someday, we'll have to get you guys a, a picture with it. Love that. Love that. Absolutely. Anthony, um, you uh, took over there July, I think it was, of last year. Um, You inherited a historic racetrack, a fantastic racetrack, a racetrack with a long storied and good history. Uh, In complete honesty, you inherited a racetrack that had some surface woes last year, some challenges with it. Um, obviously from what we've seen this year, you have got those buttoned up. It is good, but, but how important was it for you to get some early season races? You had the 360 race down there. Of course you run some modified races and some other things during our traditional off season. Now, how important were all of that stuff leading up to, to what was a highly successful dirt car nationals? How was all of that stuff important as you built up to that big week? Well, it, it, it was, uh, it was a challenge. And when there's a challenge that, that presents an opportunity. And when I got down here, it was when I started talking with Brian and, and Jeff Hockman and the whole World Racing Group team, you know, the first thing that came up on YouTube was uh, last year's Dirt Car Nationals, and, and the surface was, was tough. Uh, we all could see that, and it was such a challenge. Weather uh, played a large factor in that, but it's been just so rewarding seeing our team, seeing our, our track crew. We have some of the best in the country and, and we have some of the most challenges as well. It goes from, you know, 40 degrees sometimes at, at night in the winter to over a hundred uh, degrees in the summertime. And so you, you basically have two 
different types of racing services all year long. And I've went to school, Steve. I am, uh, I've learned so much about the dirt and the play down here. Um, and it's just been so much fun. Some of my best days are when I get out on the, on the track and, and get in the tiller and, and get to actually see and feel it. Um, but we just have a great staff. It's been really rewarding. You know, my goal is to move Volusia and dirt car racing here in the state of Florida, uh, Florida forward uh, for all of our drivers, teams. And, you know, yes, last year was a little bit of a challenge. Uh, this year we have more sprint car races. We have over 30 plus nights in 2023. Uh, we're so excited. We have our, our go-kart program back on the map, partnering with WKA. Um, so it's going to be a really fun year. I'm really excited. Um, we've added, I believe, four new additional races, uh, larger events, and it's just it wouldn't be possible without the team and the hard effort uh, of everybody involved. Anthony, it seems like there's such a strong buzz for wing sprint cars in, in Florida right now. You know, typically throughout my career, you always thought of Florida as the early winter, the beginning of the season. You did Volusia, East Bay, but it seems different now. It seems like there's a stronger push for sprint cars throughout the season. Obviously, the World of Outlaws coming back to you uh, again here in March. Is that is that accurate? Well, when, when you bring a Pennsylvania guy who grew up going to Williams Grove and Port Royal uh, and you bring him down to Florida, there certainly is going to be a buzz and there's certainly going to be a want. Um, you know, it, it's, it's absolutely a thrill to watch these wing sprint cars go around and, and all of our racing series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so much fun. There's something about this track. I think, Steve, you mentioned it. It's a historic track. And when you walk through the gate, um, and you're a first-time fan, you, you kind of get goosebumps. You get the hair sticks up on the back of your neck, and, and you realize that this isn't just a racetrack. There's so much history here. Um, and, and I don't know if a whole lot of fans know this, but in the 90s, this used to be where the uh, NASCAR guys used to race. Mm-hmm. This used to be a paved asphalt track, and it's converted back and forth over the years. And there's just so much history here. Um, but when the wing sprint cars do come to town, uh, we, we try and put on the, the best show possible, an efficient show uh, for everybody. And it, it's just a lot of fun. It really is. Anthony, I have really enjoyed chatting with you because your passion for this thing just is coming through on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I read a little bit about your background. Um, you grew up in Carlisle and you mentioned Williams Grove, Port Royal. So you certainly have the sprint car vein and everything. Went off to college, and then you're into the sports uh, side of it. You worked at Penn State, did a little bit with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then you ended up in the motorsports world. Um, you know, some work with uh, SMI out at Las Vegas, I think it was, and then with our parent company, NASCAR ISC, you did stuff uh, at uh, Chicagoland and then over Darlington before this. This has got to be neat for you to pull all of that motorsports management, selling tickets, all of this fun stuff together that is so important to the business side of it, and then be able to pepper in your passion for dirt track sprint car racing. Seems to me like you might have a pretty good gig down there. <laughs> it, it really is. And it was really special during Dirt Car Nationals um, when my family was able to make the trip down from Pennsylvania, spend a couple days here. Uh, I think the Florida Sun and Disney had a little bit to do with it, but uh, when you're able to share with, with family what you do, um, it really just makes it so much more special. 
And that's one thing, you know, when my brother and I and my dad, we would go to races growing up in go-karts, um, I quickly realized I was a better tire changer than I was driver. And, and so when you're able to go to races, spend quality time with your family, um, that just makes it so much better. And, and it's so much fun. And we have a, a great team and, and um, our fans are some of the best here in, the, in Volusia County in the state of Florida. Um, it, it all comes, comes together. And, uh, when you get to go out and play a little bit, uh, in the dirt, you know, like I told, I think a couple of folks last month, uh, this is a little slice of dirt heaven. And if you're not, uh, if this is on your bucket list and you have not yet been to Volusia Speedway Park, uh, certainly should make it on there. I 100% agree with you. I love it. Love that place. I love rolling in there. I actually uh, saw an asphalt race there years ago. I think Freddie Query won a super late model race. I think Kenny Wallace won, a, won a, an old Bush Series race on that he big did. track. Yeah, yep, so sure Kenny, Kenny's coming back to a track that he's won at, and he's, of course, won in the modified there as well. Anthony, where can folks go to get tickets? Get, let's get the best. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna lob a softball in there. Uh, where, where, where are tickets available, and where can, where can folks go to get out with you guys this weekend? Absolutely. Well, first, just want to say thank you both for taking time and, and talking with me today. But we're looking forward to having all of our fans come out this year in 2023. Visit com or theworldofoutlaws.com for ticket information. Um, we have two two-day passes for this upcoming March 5th and 6th. Uh, tickets start at just $35 per day. We got the best pit action uh, in the pits that you can get obviously a little bit of tailgating, uh, free parking, really good food. And the beer is always cold here. You got to <laughs> keep it cold in Florida. So come on out and visit us soon. Anthony, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Take care guys. Anthony Tate, man, I am telling you, I, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to see the world of all our late models on Saturday night. Um, I'm thinking about heading to the place your mama warned you about on Sunday, but I may jump in the car yeah. and go down there on Monday or something. I don't think I can get from Cherokee to Volusia on Saturday afternoon in time. No. Well, um, you might see me there Monday. I'm really? Try you to might get out there on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Ray's getting inducted in the Motorsports Hall of Fame on Tuesday in Daytona. Yeah. So I'm going to be heading down that way, and I might just have to go a day early. Go a day early and go over to Volusia and see some sprint cars. Good food and cold beer, too. <laughs> well, he might have sold me on he the cold beer. He sold you on the cold <laughs> beer. That's it. I think... I, I absolutely love, and I, and I mentioned this, I think, at the top, I love this gamble, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and even knowing the road, the ride from Daytona to Volusia, never a motorcycle guy, never a motorcycle guy, but I am telling you, I bet that road at right on 40 is a good ride. Yeah. Jump on that bike, go out there, free parking, hang out, watch the World of Outlaws. They're not going to keep you there all night long. Yep. A couple hours, you get to see the best sprint car drivers on the planet, head back to Daytona. Get back in there at all the festivities at Bike Week. Man, I'm pumped about this. Yeah. I, I've, I, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see how this goes because this just, this is, this is Sprint Car to the next level, mm-hmm. to new people, a yeah. new crowd. This is, this is a new demographic. It's, it's probably a similar demographic, but it's new people. Yep. Um, throwing in Rusty Wallace, Kenny Wallace, Stephen Wallace doesn't hurt a thing. Nope. You know, I mean, and if some more eyeballs can see Sprint Cars, we all win. Love it. Love it. We wish Anthony and everyone his team the best down there at Volusia. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment.
The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Wing Nation continues on here. We appreciate uh, Sage Fruit and the Sage Fruit Hotline having uh, Anthony Tate and Freddie Raymer on there. National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum birthday calendar. Yesterday would have been the birthday of Ted Horn. Uh, later this week, Taylor Pappy Weld, Dennis Duke Nalen. Fred Raymer has a birthday coming up on Friday. Well, Freddie gave him a gift about eight days early, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Greg Weld and Dick Sutcliffe birthdays. Today, well, not technically today, but. It's celebrated this day is Mario Andretti's birthday. He is actually a leap year yeah. birthday. He was born in 1940 on the 29th. 1996 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Mario is 84 years old. Um, when I think, when I say Mario, I, I, I've got all this history here, but when I say Mario Andretti, what comes to mind? The greatest. To me, he's yeah. the, the, literally yeah. one of the greatest. And I think I, I also think when you say 84, when you're around him, he's like 64. Yeah. Like he doesn't age. Mario Andretti doesn't age. He like still a drives a two-seater. Yeah. I mean, just a, and a world-class person. You know, I've gotten to know him a little bit through Ray, of course, and um, just a world-class. Like he's, cla- he's just, I don't even know how to describe him, but he is He's friendly. He's genuine. Uh, the day our daughter was born, he put this whole message, which I like screenshotted and saved. So yeah. someday Kate sees this message, but um, thoughtful. It's just a all around great hero for our sport. He is a great hero for our sport. And following him, I, I've never, I, I probably have been in his presence, maybe have interviewed him once somewhere mm-hmm. quickly, never have been around him. He had a post over the holidays um, of himself with the tree and his kids. And, mm-hmm. and, and was it last year that uh, um, his, wife his wife passed away yeah. with last, within the last two years? Well, it was, year, it, yeah. was the first, it was maybe the first yeah. year, maybe the second year. And I read that post and it was so, it, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a, it was sad, but it wasn't a sad post. It was a classy yeah. post. Yeah. It was just like, it's just, it's just how you would, you, you you don't put something out there to get the sympathy, people. It wasn't out there, but it was just it was just I'm here with my tree and my kids. Like and a reflection. Someone and, yeah. is missing. She's missing. But it was just I read that and I just thought, man, that is just classy. And it, it's it's just I was just like that is mm-hmm. so well done because you're 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 not you're you're feeling bad, but you're not feeling bad. And he's moving forward, and he's yeah. still Mario freaking Andretti. I mean, it's just it's so cool. He's an cool. amazing human being. Yeah, yeah. That is awesome. And he always is dressed to the nines. His hair is always done right. I mean, he oh, is. He maybe has the second best hair in motorsports. Really? Yeah. He might have maybe. the second best it's, hair it's in motorsports. close, close runnings. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love And I love his background, um, sprint cars. Mid- he started TQs. He ran the indoor TQ races down at where. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just love it. Moved over at 15 years old from, from, uh, from Italy. Um, he had, I read something where he had sports car raced over in Italy before and, mm-hmm. uh, conventional wisdom was the move to the United States was going to uh, cut short the career. 
Uh, we started running jalopies yeah. at at Nazareth, the great Nazareth Speedway, which, oh, my gosh, that place was awesome. Yeah, it was. Oh, that was just, that that place, oh, my God. You you came within a mile on the property, and you're like, you're getting close to a racetrack. And it was just, it was nothing special, nothing fancy. It was just badass. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, you, you'd be like, whoa, and the stories that place could mm-hmm. tell, including Mario and his brother Aldo running jalopies there. Um, and then um, TQs, Midgets, and Formula One, Daytona, Indy 5, I mean, uh, Le Mans. All I mean, of it. All of his finished second at Le Mans. Sebring, he won 12 hours of Sebring. Yeah. And he is forever enshrined at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. One sprint car place in Knoxville, Iowa. So, um, man, I, I, I was just like, I always do these notes and everything like that. And I just, I'm like, on this one here, I knew you knew Mario. It's yeah. like, it's better than notes. I mean, just so cool. And when you talk about him being in the, the Sprint Car Hall of Fame, it's one of God knows how many Hall of Fames. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what yeah, an man. incredible yeah. resume. Yeah. Yeah. I think, of, I think there's, I think there's, there's three probably that you can, you can say, you could say to someone who knows nothing about motorsports. Like you're driving down the road and someone someone goes by you fast. So the thing is, Mario Andretti yeah. and everyone will know Mario Andretti, AJ Ford, or Richard Petty. Yep. They would be the three that you could say. You could say to someone who doesn't know motorsports, "Who's that person?" I think they are Mario Andretti. Yeah. You know that they would know that that's a that's a that's a world class racer. So fantastic stuff, Mario. I know you're a regular watcher of Wing Nation. <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Keep working on that hair too. You might just get there. No comment. You're shaking your head over there. Oh my gosh! This weekend racing action. Yeah. I am so pumped up about this weekend. Okay, uh, Central Pennsylvania kind of kicks it off. Uh, well, uh, Pete Walton kicks it off. Of course, that's kind of given. Uh, he has races Friday and Saturday in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Silver Dollar Speedway has Friday and Saturday 360 racing. Central Pennsylvania, the four tens get on the track Saturday at the fabulous Lincoln Speedway and Sunday at Port Royal. Okay, Flow Racing going to be on all of mm-hmm. those. Okay. Then on Sunday night, pop yourself some popcorn, grab yourself a cold drink. If you're at the racetrack, they have ice cold beer. Rumor has it they have ice sounds cold Sounds like it's beer. really cold. It sounds like it's really cold <laughs> beer. Uh, I could go for one right now. Um, <laughs> no, World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, the low E installation spring showdown of Volusia, plus Sunday night, that makeup dirt car feature. Mm-hmm. We are in for a treat on Dirt Vision or at the racetrack because Sunday night and Monday night sprint car racing. Yeah. My. God, there's just times I wonder what we have done to deserve such the bounty. I mean, <laughs> it is unreal how good things are. Um, and I can't wait to see what happens down there. I'm yeah. just so pumped up about this, and it's just going to be great. It really, truly is. Now, I mentioned this. I, I am, uh, I am, I have, I have like, last year I went to 160 races. 160? Yeah, that was dumb. That was stupid. Wow. Okay, that was like, I got, so I got chasing. And, and yeah. you end up chasing your tail. You yeah. end up just like, you end up like, you get back like Sunday night or Monday morning, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. So I've created a mini bucket list. I have a website called Postman68. It's on there, this bucket list. And there's local tracks that I haven't been to and big events that I haven't been to. And um, so this weekend, um, I'm hitting one of those bucket list tracks, Smoky Mountain Speedway out in Tennessee, Maryville, Tennessee. Mm. The track's got to be within 200 miles of my home. Okay. okay. It is 198.6. So it is the furthest track out on that list that I'm going to get. But when I saw the schedule and they're redoing it, they're cutting it down to a four-tenths or they're cutting it down from a big half to a three-eighths or four-tenths or something. But the World of Outlaw uh, case equipment, late models are going to be there. They're going to be there Friday and Saturday. I'm going to sneak over there on Saturday, just road trip over. I love a day trip, like a road trip like that. I'm going to find a little cheap hotel over there, something like that. I'm going to go see the World of Outlaw case 
equipment uh, late models on Saturday night. And Sunday, I'm going to get up. And I'm going to head to the place your mama warned you about, Cherokee Speedway. They got a $20,000 What a slogan. I know. And that is another, that's another one of those places like Nazareth. Yeah. If they ever, I'm telling you, if they ever, like, and I don't mean this to sound mean or bad. If they ever cleaned up Cherokee, I mean, like put in high-rise grandstands or something like that. You wouldn't. No. I I still am mad at that place. I had a win. You had, I had a win wrapped up and ran out of fuel. Oh. It's a USCS race long time ago, Ooh. back in the day. Ooh, I passed Terry Gray. I passed Kenny Adams. Holy cow. When you passed Terry yeah. Gray and Kenny Adams. And then we there was a long yellow, another long yellow. I ran out of, get, or out of fuel. The second place car actually ran out of fuel, I think. And then the third was like light on the scales because they had no fuel left. And I think the fourth place person actually got the feature win. But the place your mama warned I you about. Still, that See? still irks me. That if was, you, I had it. And I earned that. that place. And your that's mom, when it was the yeah. big track. Oh, the oh my God. That yeah. was a monster track. It was a monster. It was yeah, so fun. I stood there. I was stood there. Some old timer came up to me. I was standing there in the grandstands one Sunday morning getting out there. Standing in the grandstand. He said, you ever make it down here for the big track? I said, no. And I'm looking in the curve cur- is like, cutting huh, right in front of me. There it is. Yeah. And then he says, he says, you see the pits out there? And you see that? And I'm like, that was yeah. a monster track. I mean, I love it. So I'm I'm pumped about this weekend because I get to see some dirt late model racing. And folks, I am telling you, I am, I am my my message this year is we have got it great with pay-per-view. Yeah. We've got it fantastic with pay-per-view. If you're a NASCAR fan or an IndyCar fan or an F1 fan, we've got it great with network television, and we have it even better with radio coverage. All right? Got to say that. Check the old MRN. I love, I love sports on the radio, okay? We could put all of our energy together and not do justice to going to an event. It's okay? very true. Going to a race. So... If there's a local track that maybe they don't even have sprint cars, go to the local track. Support these local racetracks. Get out to races. Get out. If NASCAR's coming to town, go to a NASCAR race. You you might just like it. You might just like it. Um, we've had a ball. I mean, I talk to people. I talk to people leaving racetracks all the time, and everybody has a good time at the racetrack. Yeah. Um, I'm look. I'm listening to Anthony Tate. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to be tuned in on Dirt Vision, and I'm going to be watching those races. Okay but I'm not going to have racetrack food or cold beer like that, you know, and the chance to walk down in the pits and grab gravel or shots or whoever yeah. and Brad sweet and, you know, kick around and talk to them. Folks get out to the racetrack, get out to your local track. When traveling series come around, go to those racetracks, get out, support these racetracks, man. You know, what's going to happen. Racetracks are going to be healthier. And you know what else might happen? You might like it. God forbid. And then you won't go on Twitter and whine and complain about things either. Wow. Oh, well, there. Now, now I'm Don't stretching. Get I'm away. stretching there. Now I'm stretching there. All right, coming up this weekend. Oh, this, uh, um, well, let me get this. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube page. We have all of our stuff. And Wing Nation gear, I'm assuming, well, I don't know where the book team is going. Whether oh, they're going I was to, thinking that when we were watching the highlights I'm Volusia. wondering if they're going north or south. Mm. Uh, north, uh, probably they're Pennsylvania based. So yeah. they probably do Lincoln and Port Royal. But man, I don't know. That team likes to travel. Or hey, hey, that team, Lincoln Saturday, Port Royal Sunday, and beat feed it to Volusia for Monday. I wouldn't even surprise me. A uh, Wing Nation gear is available wherever they go. Sky is just knocking it out with Wing Nation gear. So Wing Nation is available. Shopwingnation.com. 
Uh, this weekend, Buddy uh, Buddy Kofoid. Yeah. You had a chance. You and it's uh, all all ladies edition here of uh, Wing Nation. It'll be Wednesday on Rev and uh, Friday afternoon at 1230 on MAV-TV. Buddy Kofoid. So mm-hmm. good stuff. Aaron and Ashley. Yeah. Great show. interview. Great stuff. Well, that is cool. Really, truly is. We sincerely appreciate future half marathoner. <laughs> Freddie Raymer and Anthony Tate for joining us here on Wing Nation. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here this week on the show. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.